0: it out we got a lot to talk about today that's right we're gonna be talking about some puppies and some chickens and just so you know puppies and chickens don't go very well together but we're gonna talk about that today We're also going to talk about Savannah, my 12-year-old. We're going to dive in a little bit on this kid named Joel that you might know. And we're also going to bring in T.D. Jakes. I don't know if you've ever heard that name. But we're going to bring in T.D. Jakes. And we're going to bring in Stephen Furtick. But ultimately, through all of that, what we're going to do today is we're going to have a conversation about probably, not probably, we're going to have a conversation about the single most important person in your entire life. That's right, we are going to talk today about the single most important person in your entire life. And I guarantee you, you know exactly who that person is. <laughs> that and more today here on GM3X. Let's go, it's time to rise and grind. Welcome to GM3X, I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5:30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? That's right, today is Tuesday. Hi, Anna, great to see you this morning. I see Liza just popped in here, too. What's up, Terrence Hyman? T.M. in in the building. Listen, today is Tuesday. That's right. Ooh, Mm, 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 mm. taco Tuesday. (laughs) I cannot wait. I love Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday is amazing. We get to go over to my mom's house, and my mom uh, Everett makes the tacos. Right, my stepdad and my mom chases the kids around the whole time, and me and my wife we sit on the couch and we watch Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, and we eat a blizzard. That's right after we eat amazing tacos. That's why I get so excited about Taco Tuesday. It's the one night a week where we're like, we just we just give, we just lay it on the line. We just give up. We're just like we're just gonna give up for an hour and a half every Tuesday. (laughs) I I don't know if you have a space like that, but if you don't, you should probably find one. But hey, today is Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. So I want to make sure Janelle Griego and I make the absolute most of this absolutely incredible day. Fair enough, Jeff Carlin. Fair enough. Hey, check it out. I'm coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky. You never been here, you should check it out. It's a little actually don't come check it out. y'all be coming over here messing stuff up. It's a little utopia over here though. It is beautiful absolute beautiful country. I absolutely love it out here. Today is a bit balmy. That would be the way I'd describe today. Uh, It's a bit gloomy today, right? Weather-wise, it's a bit gloomy. Yesterday, it kind of rained all day. It was a bit gloomy. What's up, Vitaly? Glad you're here, right? And so it's a bit gloomy uh, day today, and I hope you had a great Labor Day yesterday, Uh, We had a lot of rain yesterday. Also, it was a bit gloomy. And I got to tell you, though, I did get a lot of work done. One of the things that I love most about holidays, where everybody kind of takes the day off, I love it because I get all kinds of work done. (laughs) Right? I'm I'm built a little bit different. I'm like, okay, everyone else is going to leave me alone. So now's a great time for me to get some stuff done. What's up, Frank? My boy, Frank Cornetti's in the building, right? So yesterday I got a ton of work done, which was great. Got to come into the office, got to knock out some things that were on my list, you know, complete some cycles as they say. Uh, So it was pretty phenomenal in that sense. But we also had a few trials in the Lundy house yesterday. You see what we've learned like we got some new puppies about three months ago, and the puppies about a month ago, or maybe six weeks ago, we thought it was really cute when the puppies were chasing around the chickens. My wife's got chickens, and we thought, "Oh, look at the puppies! They chasing the chickens. It's so cute. Chickens and puppies. This, this is such a cute thing." But what I didn't think about is I didn't think about. The fact that every dog food out there that we've ever bought for a dog says right on the bag, chicken flavor. <laughs> like that's what it says. Right on the bag, like chicken flavor, right? i mixed with real chicken gravy, right? Everything's chicken, 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 chicken. Apparently dogs like to eat chickens. And so we discovered this early on as we lost a chicken or two. And then we thought we kind of had it under control. And then yesterday morning after I got back from doing the show, yesterday morning after I got back, my wife was like, I don't know where the puppies are at. And I'm like, uh oh, and I go look, and my son Joel, he had let some of the chickens free range, which we were not doing for a while, but we did, and um, it was quite a a mess yesterday morning. And the worst part about the mess yesterday morning was that one of the chickens had passed quickly. <laughs> <laughs> The other chicken, on the other hand, had not, and <laughs> needed some assistance, making it to the other side. Now, let me explain something to you. I am not the type of person that should be assisting a chicken to go to the other side. That's the, I was not born with the, uh, uh, the seed. <laughs> and so yesterday morning, and neither was my wife, so yesterday morning was quite... A distraught experience as we spent 45 minutes, 45 minutes trying to help this chicken make its way to the other side. This 45 minutes included a gun, (laughs) it included a broom pole, it included a lot of different things, and it was a very distraught experience, very distraught. (laughs) I am not the guy you want in that position. Trust me. All right. So it was an interesting day. To say the least. And what's even funnier than my wife and I. (laughs) What's even funnier than my wife and I being out in our pajama pants trying to dispose of a zombie chicken. I mean, this thing wouldn't die, dude. I'm telling you. But what's even funnier than that is how each child reacted. So last night we had to sit down, not we had to, last night we chose to sit down as a family and discuss what it was gonna take to keep the puppies. We had to discuss uh, how it was gonna take a village in order to make this happen, right? And so we sat down and we had a discussion. And each of my children reacted differently to the discussion on whether or not we're gonna make this puppy thing work, right? And so Oakland her reaction was just to dance around and have a blast because that's basically what she does with everything. All right. Now, Meredith, her response as we were discussing this, Meredith's response was to do gymnastics and uh, spin in circles and do some break dancing. Uh, Fisher had a brilliant idea. Fisher's response was we need to build an automatic gate that comes up from the driveway. So when you pull your car up on it, the whole driveway drops down under the ground. (laughs) The whole ground, yeah, Liza, for real, me either. The whole ground drops down and your car can go under the ground and then the chickens can't get over there. So he was very creative and inventive. Willow, Willow analyzed both sides of the story. Like Willow was like, so on one side, if we got rid of the puppies, we wouldn't have to worry about things like feeding them or their toys or what they're going to chew up or taking them outside or making, you know, um, uh, worried about them going potty. So if we were to get rid of them, it would take quite a load off of us. However, on the other side, if we were to get rid of the puppies, that would be basically us saying that we quit and that we give up and that we don't like them and that we could ultimately hurt their feelings. And so she, she Willow Willow gave us both sides from her analytical view. She's a very intelligent young lady. My son, Joel, was in tears throughout the whole conversation. He was very upset. He was upset that he left the, Door open on the chicken coop. He was upset that we were having a conversation. My son is very sensitive. He's very sensitive. And then Savannah defiantly began to sell us on exactly why we were going to keep these puppies. (laughs) Now she wasn't really interested in doing a whole lot of work to make it happen, but she definitely was selling us on this idea that this was gonna happen, that we were gonna keep the puppies, right? She, she is a salesperson through and through. She is Glenn Lundy Jr. is what she is, right? So each of them had a unique response. And here's why I share this story with you, is because each had their uh, different response and yet they come from the same family and they come from the same environment. Each of my kids that I just listed off to you, they have the same two parents born in the same exact house, in the same exact town, around the same exact people, experiencing life in the exact same way, and yet each of them respond completely differently. Their personalities are completely unique, and I personally find it fascinating And so today we're gonna dive in on this a little bit different. How can people from the exact same environment with the exact same experiences at the exact same time be so incredibly different? Something tells me it's got a lot to do with the seed. And that's what we're gonna talk about today right here. Before we do though, before we go too far, y'all know what we gotta do on this show. We gotta do some moving, we gotta do some dancing we got to get these bodies in motion. All right, listen. Oh, I hadn't heard that before. Listen, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. All right, there we go. There we go. Yeah, just had to make sure we got that at the right volume. All right, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. It's time to get this object in motion. Robin Wilshans, I need to get you, I need you to get moving. West Storm, it's time for you to get moving. Alicia Watson, Kim Fair. Let's rock and roll. Let's go, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. For those of you that know and those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right, I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. What's up Terry Collins and Mike Higden? This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you, and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, say what's up. I'll say what's up back. How you doing, Tom Popelka? Great to see you. What's up, Nathaniel Banks and Julio Soto? Renee Knorr is in the building. I see people dancing over on Clubhouse. Uh, Aid is up in here. Satina, thanks for being here. My boy Anthony is in the building. I see Cheryl Lynn is here today. What's up, William? How you doing, Triple J? The heavyweight champion of the world! I see Roy is in the building Antonetta is up in here Don thank you and Mindy Anna, I know I already said hi to you But I'm going to say hi to you again What's up Joni Wagner, I'm glad you're here Carol, Bailey, Bowen is in the building What's up Tony Thorstad, glad you're here Soul Salcido, Vicky Everett and the Twangs What's up Gail, how you doing Gloria Bond Robin Wilshans is in the building Pastor Jeff Moffitt up in here today Sean Weatherby's in here as well I see Izu and Trisha I see Will and Tanya, I see Lolita is in the building Marilyn Wilkin, Dora Maria, what's up Gene? The Queen is up in here as well, the Mother funda. That's right, I said Mother Funda is in the building Holly is up in here, what's up Megana? It was great to see you I ran into Megana in Scottsdale, Arizona What's up Brian? How you doing Robin and Abu? I see my boy Ramon Ray is in the building Woo! There's a lot of good things going on with Mr. Ramon Ray, just so y'all know. I see Tim Brown is up in here. What's up, Tim Brown? Randy Wagner in the building. Shelly Jean is up in here today as well. Jeremy Naling, What's up, Jeremy? I see Larissa is in the building. I see Sean and Ella and Bettina. Who's this guy right here? The Refresher is up in here. What's up, my man? I see Inger in the building. Justin cow. Amy Mitchell's up in here as well. Ray Hatcher. That's what I'm talking about. Look, we got a packed house here this morning. Thanks so much for joining me right here, live GM3X. I greatly appreciate you. Now, listen, if you're from the automotive industry, I want you to join me live and in person in Atlanta. That's right. We're going to be in Atlanta on October 26th. We've got an incredible, incredible event, the Technology Matters Summit is gonna be happening. I would love for you to be a part of that. So listen, if you're in the automotive space, you need to come join us, but uh, maybe you don't wanna take my word for it. Check this out, it's gonna be dope. Automotive dealer owners and GMs only, exclusively on October 26th, the Technology Matters Summit, presented by 800% Elite Automotive Club. We are holding this event at one of the premier dealerships in the United States of America. We will be at Beaver Toyota in Cummins, Georgia. That's right. Beaver Toyota led by Patrick Abad. I know you've heard of the place. They've had a massive, massive increase in sales over the last three years. And we're going to have our event right there on site. So you can check out the store. You can check out all the features. You can check out what some are calling the Disneyland of dealerships. As we learn, that technology matters from Dan Moore, Aaron Sheets, Brian Kramer, and so many more. Grab your ticket now. We'll see you there, October 26th, coming to Georgia. Don't miss it.
1: Oh, snippity snap! It is Tuesday, which means it's TikTok Tuesday. How's it going, everyone? I'm Brandon, and I'm here with some new TikToks. A little interesting compilation here. I feel like sometimes being a parent is a thankless job, mainly because the People that you're helping can't talk yet, most of the time, or don't know how to express it. So, I found a couple clips on TikTok that really showcases all that and showcases parents being absolute superheroes for their kids. this next clip was like from a year ago, but I still laugh at it because this dad is kind of a complete savage. No remorse from that dad. I don't know why. It always cracks me up. But Have a great week, guys. I'll see y'all next week. Adios.
2: with myself in a way that a lot of people are not I know me I I, I dated me cool. yeah. <laughs> it's funny but it's true I've dated me I know me you know when you date somebody you explore them to see who they are yeah. most people are so busy dating other people they've never dated themselves you, you When when God says to Adam, the very first command God says to Adam is to be fruitful. You can only be fruitful if you are seedful. Okay, so we're talking about the difference between fruit and seed. Identifying your seed is what causes you to be fruitful. The first revelation of seeds should happen in your family. You should have parents who are looking at their kids looking for seeds. I'm going to give you my grandbaby story. You asked for it. You're going to get it. You're just going to get it. (laughs) So we're in my church, and it's dark, and my grandbaby's in there, and a bunch of friends are in there, and we're taking pictures, and I can't find the light. And, uh, you know, the lights are complicated, and I can't figure out how to turn all this stuff on. And and so we're trying to get some, some pictures. And so my grandbaby ran, and she says, wait a minute, Paul, I'm going to get a flashlight. She went up under the pew where we have hidden flashlights, snatched down a flashlight, and brought it over and said, now take the picture. And so I said to her, I said, baby, don't you want to be, Kenzie, don't you want to be in the picture? She said, no, I don't want to be in the picture. I want to hold the light. That's a seed right there. (laughs) That's a seed right there. So we came back to the house and I was getting ready to take a picture and I'm trying to keep up with you millennials, you know, it's so hard. And I was trying to take a selfie and I was trying to, I got a timer, you know, where you can back up, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you know, this is true. And, uh, and so I couldn't get my phone to sit up and she, she went and got some books and propped it up. And I said, I told my daughter, I said, put her in leadership classes, put her in management classes. She's a problem solver. That starts early, early, early. Her instinct in a situation is to solve the problem. She says, I don't want to be in the picture. I want to hold the light. Those are seeds Okay. directing that child toward an area where you can cultivate What God has planted down inside of them is important. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important. Mm -hmm. There are people in this room that have dormant seeds laying inside of them. That if they get in the right atmosphere, they're going to turn into things you have never seen before. They didn't always have the benefit of parents who could see it or had time to see it or knew how to see it. But even as adults, there are still seeds down in you that have not been touched yet. That's what happened to Elisha. He was fulfilling his parents' vision, plowing in the field. That boy wasn't no farmer. (laughs) Just because you can run a plow doesn't mean you're a farmer. (laughs) But sometimes we get stuck in what people expect. And we never find out who we are because we're living somebody else's dream. And so there he is plowing in the field doing what his daddy wanted and going around and said, I guess this is all life has for me. And he's going around and around in circles. Like many people are listening to me right now. You go to work, go to church, go home. Go to work, go to church, go home. Go to work, go to church, go home. You're plowing around and around in circles. Until Elijah passed by him. And then he was exposed to something. The moment he was exposed to something greater, he dropped something lesser. You understand what I'm saying? Got it. That's why conversations like this are important. Because really, I'm not throwing seeds, I'm throwing fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it hits a seed, it's going to give birth to companies and businesses and books and artistry and drama and all kinds of stuff that's in this room that people never have given themselves permission to burn their plow. Yeah. That's what this You see, is.
0: ever since I watched that video, I have been trying to see and understand the seed. Like, I've been trying to understand. I've been trying to see and understand what makes people different when they can come out of the same soil, right? They can come out of the same soil, but be completely different. You know, it's interesting. If you look in nature, typically in nature you get the same like crop, right? Like if you go into the jungle where the bananas grow, that's where the bananas are gonna grow. The temperature's a certain way, the moisture's a certain way, the soil's a certain way, bananas grow where bananas grow, right? But it's interesting because if you go to a farm, it's different with crops. I can get, I can have the same soil, the same sun, the same environment. I can have the same thing, but I can harvest different crops. You see, when seeded intentionally, when seeded intentionally, then watered appropriately, these crops, these seeds, they can reach their highest identity and ultimately serve their purpose. And you see, I've realized that the same is true for me and you. The same, the exact same is true for me and you. Like if you look, the best-selling book of all time says this. It says, sow your seed in the morning and sow your seed in the evening because you do not know which will prosper, whether this or that or whether both alike will do well. And you see, that's what I do with my kids. You see, Savannah is a leader. She's always been a leader. She's incredibly social. She loves to be around uh, other people. She loves to travel all around with me and be in social environments. She wants to see the world. She loves all of those things. She loves the fact that she's now taller than her mother already. (laughs) She loves that, right? And she takes so much pride in like delegation, Savannah is the one who will bring the kids together. She will put together, she will choreograph some sort of fashion show or some sort of dance. She will negotiate with them. She creates all sorts of different games with all of the other kids. We can hand her the baby. We know that she's going to take care of it. Like Savannah is and always has been a leader. So we do everything in our power to put her in leadership positions. And we don't ask her to do a lot of the other things that we know are not a part of her seed. However, we do ask her to explore in the morning and to explore in the evening. You see, we've gotten a pretty clear picture of who Savannah is up till this point. The only question I still have is, am I doing a great enough job of exposing her to what's possible? You see, I see these things in her, so I try to feed the seed. You see, Savannah's not an athlete, so I don't ask her to do athletic things. Savannah is she's not a scholar. Though she's super smart, she's not a scholar. And we don't and we don't expect her to be. Like Savannah is not a worker bee, though she's incredibly capable. She does not have the seed of a worker bee. Now, Joel, on the other hand, my oldest son, Joel, on the other hand, thrives when his hands are full. You see, Joel absolutely loves to work. He loves to work and he leaves it all on the field. It doesn't matter what sport he's playing. He will always outwork everybody out there. He loves it. Now, see, my son can lead, and he does a lot of times on the athletic field. My son can lead, but he prefers, he would rather play a role on the team. He doesn't care about the spotlight, like zero. Spotlight matters zero to him. He would rather play a role, show up, score 22 points, right, like he's like the like like uh, like a like a like a humble Dennis Rodman. <laughs> he just wants to score twenty two points, be a part of the championship squad, and roll on. My son is patient. He is deeply, deeply. He's like deeply uh, caring. My son Joel has a huge heart. And he is super sensitive. He's super sensitive to others and, and to emotions and to what's going on. He's got a high level of emotional intelligence. My son loves to farm, and that doesn't surprise me because he loves to work so much. He also loves to worship. You'll catch him in the shower. You're like, while he's in the shower, you can walk by and you can hear him singing worship songs. It's what he sleeps to every single night. My son, Joel, to be honest, is a really easy kid. And so it's interesting, right? Him and Savannah are totally different kids. They come from the same house, but they have totally different seeds. And it's my job to nurture the seeds. Some seeds need more water. Some seeds need more sunlight. Each seed is unique. And the same is true with you. The people that you have the opportunity to lead and make an impact on whether that be your team that you have an opportunity, you're the boss, you get a a chance to lead your team. Maybe it's them that you need to help. You need to take the time to identify their seed. Maybe it's your friend circle or your family members. Maybe it's the people that you go to church with or that you do life with. Maybe it's time for you to take a little time to start to understand and better connect with their seed. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe you need to take some time this week and really say, okay, how is their seed divinely planted? Instead of trying to make them something they're not, how about I nourish more of who they are? And of course, maybe it's your kids. Maybe you're trying to push your kids into a role that ultimately they weren't designed for. Maybe you're trying to live your glory days through them. We see that so much in society today versus letting, allowing the kids to be the individual seeds that they are. We try to shape them and mold them into something they were never meant to be. Or maybe it's your own seed. Maybe it's time for you to really explore what makes you, you. Maybe it's time to say, you know what? For the last decade, I went down this path, but ultimately, that's not my seed. It's not what brings me purpose. It's not what brings me joy. Maybe it's time for you to look and say, you know what? I know that this is what I should be doing. And it's time for me to step into the greatness, to bring what only I can bring to the table. Maybe it's time for you to say, I'm going to quit comparing myself to others. I'm going to quit trying to be something I'm not. And ultimately, I'm going to believe with all the faith that I can muster that I myself am a child of God. The God of the universe, the God that made everything. And that God made me to be the absolute best version of myself that I can be. Not an average version, not above average version, not a little bit below average version, but the absolute best version of myself that I can be. No one else. Just me. You see, I want you to think about it. You were born, most of you, with 10 fingers and 10 toes. And those 10 fingers, those 10 toes, those two legs, those two arms, the two eyes, the neck, the back, everything that you were born with is the same that you carry with you today the business that you're gonna create with your hands, the lives that you're gonna touch with your fingers, the footsteps that you'll walk along the way, everything you needed to accomplish, all that you can dream and imagine was given to you in your seed from the very beginning. Yes, we got taller. Yes, we got stronger. Yes, we hopefully got smarter but ultimately you are the same genetic makeup that you were the day you were conceived. The seeds of your success have always been in you. Take the time to fertilize, to nurture, and truly step into your greatness. You see, friend, I love you. I do. If nobody's told you that yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stink and love you. And I promise you, I'll love you even more. The more you, you become, the more love I will have for you. The more transparent you become, the more love I will have for you. The more you bring your unique individual gifts to the table, the bigger impact you're gonna make. And that's a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a seed in you. Let's fertilize it, let's nourish it, and let's take the take the time to find the seeds in others as well. Listen, that's today's episode We're gonna go have a discussion over on Clubhouse. We're gonna go talk about this a little bit more. If you're watching on replay, we will be on, or if you're watching live, we're gonna head to Clubhouse right now. If you're watching on replay, we do have a breakfast with champions room on Clubhouse that runs till one o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time. So you can hop in anytime for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought provoking conversations. But for those of you that are live right now, we're gonna hop on. I'm gonna shut my mouth and let you guys talk about what came up for you today during today's episode now if you can't join us over on clubhouse that's okay i'll be right back here again tomorrow morning we're gonna keep having this conversation all week long uh, uh, obviously not the same one <laughs> but we're gonna stay along this theme this week because i think it's super super important all right so come back again tomorrow morning 5 30 a.m we'll do it all
1: over again right here on gm3x have an amazing day folks